Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Edu Gamer Podcast, where we're here to talk about many different types of video games that can be used to enhance your classroom, whether that be remote, virtual, hybrid, or just in the classroom in general. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of different video games that can be incorporated in any different type of subject area. Uh, I myself am a history teacher. I'm Levi Hobus. I teach American history, world history. Uh, a financial literacy course, and I also used to teach geography and psychology and sociology as well. And um, I try to use video games in all those different types of subjects. Um, so why Edu Gamer? Well, I grew up playing a lot of video games, and ed video games actually is what made me fall in love with history, playing many of the different Call of Duty games that are out there. Um, not only was it video games, we traveled across the country uh, and road trips with my family, and that also made me fall in love in history, but I really loved World War II um, and the video games around World War II. Uh, that really piqued my curiosity in, in history. So I've been gaming since 1999, clear back when I was in kindergarten, um, You know, starting off with the PlayStation 1. I also had a Super Nintendo Entertainment System, um, a Game Boy Color, and it really just became something I used to kind of compete uh, and then also just kill some free time and also to learn as well. So during my first couple uh, months of teaching, I quickly found out that, you know, I really like to play video games to learn and my students play more video games than I ever did. So I wanted to try to tap into that and instead of banning video games in my classroom, actually bring it into the classroom, which started a long conversation with my principal and he's also a gamer as well. He really embraced the um, idea of using Assassin's Creed in the history classroom. So we'll talk about that later on in episode five. But as you can tell, I really love video games. I really love history. Um, so I may be speaking more on you know gaming and history, but I'm going to try to hit all areas as well. Um, so let's talk about the very first video game tool uh, that could be used in really a lot of different classrooms. And that is actually GeoGuessr. So what is GeoGuessr? GeoGuessr is one of my favorite games. I remember being in eighth grade and it first came out back in 2008 and we would uh, log on and just be randomly thrown into a Google map, um, you know, a street view and you had to guess where you were in the world. Now as an eighth grader, I was terrible. Um, but this game piqued my curiosity in other areas. It made me fall in love with going to Google maps randomly throughout the night and just exploring. Um, so GeoGuessr essentially is a website that you go to www.geoguessr.com and um, you hit play now and you get five rounds. And within those five rounds, you're thrown anywhere in the world. I mean, it could be, um, you know, in the middle of the mountains in South America, or it could be out in the desert of Africa, or you could be somewhere in Southeast Asia and you have to guess. And the closer you guess to the correct starting point, the more points you get. So you get five rounds. A perfect score would be like 20,000. So um, 
as I started to teach geography, I noticed many of the students, um, you know, didn't really know the 50 states to begin with. And to kind of get a better idea of the 50 states, we kind of just started with GeoGuessr. And then not only were they not familiar with the 50 states a whole lot, they also weren't familiar with the world and where some of these countries were. So instead of just throwing a test at them, like here, memorize this map of all these countries, we kind of went exploring. And this actually piqued a lot of curiosity in students to do outside research and start learning about different countries. So the game has really evolved over the years um, from just simply guessing a point and getting, you know, guessing a starting point and getting a certain score on how close you were to that guessing point to now incorporating Battle Royale, which is um, Battle Royales are really popular. Think of Fortnite, PUBG, um, new Call of Duty Warzone, uh, where you're battling other players. So now it's kind of evolved into a multiplayer aspect. So you're competing against others. And one way for students to kind of get familiar in this game is, is as a teacher, you can play this with them a couple rounds. I actually like to compete against my students, but those who have never played, you want to kind of model around. So I'll pull it up on my smart board and I will kind of think out loud so the students can kind of gain an idea of what I'm looking at when I'm on this street view. So when you're on the street view, you can actually travel through these cities and countryside and look at signs and look at vehicles. And you can start to, you know, guess and start to get an idea like, oh, OK, this kind of looks like I could be in Europe based on the language on the sign. Or, um, you know, this kind of looks like some former Soviet era, you know, uh, buildings. So it can kind of speak, uh, you know, peak some historical uh, learning in there as well. But I model this, and after I model it, I kind of let the kids, you know, go loose. And they just have a blast with that. Um, and most of the time, uh, I usually use this gaming tool uh, as kind of like, hey, we got an extra, you know, 10 minutes because a lesson wrapped up quicker than I thought. So let's let's compete a little bit in GeoGuessr. It's still learning. They're being competitive, critical thinking. Um, and if a student beats me, uh, sometimes I'll offer like a bonus point on an upcoming test or like a homework pass or something like that. Uh, but I find it very fun as well. And it helps build, you know, rapport and relationships with students. And, uh, sometimes, you know, I have the whole comp class come up to the smart board and compete against me. So there's a lot of educational benefits. Um, students are critically thinking of where they're at. Um, you know, this could also, have them learn a little bit more about other cultures. Um, you know, if they're out, you know, in a different part of the world and they're recognizing, you know, different languages on signs and, oh, maybe different type of architecture or uh, maybe even different religions. And this can spark up more questions and curiosity. So a lot of the pros are critical thinking. Um, you know, you're incorporating that competitiveness in, in there as well. Um, and some of the cons, so one major con is this used to be a free game. Um, you can still play this for free, but you get one free round a day. So that's kind of disappointing. So if everybody's one-to-one, -one, they could utilize this game and play it for free once and you're kind of done from there. What I have done is I've actually purchased myself the subscription, $20 for the whole year. I feel like that's worth it. I play it in my own free time as well. 
Um, but students can use my account up on the smart board, uh, but you're kind of limited to just 20 students on one smart board screaming out different locations. So there's, there's different ways you kind of have to go about it. This, if the district is willing to pay for X amount of uh, accounts, that's, that's a great thing that you could incorporate as well. Um, so how could you use this in other classrooms? So obviously with history, uh, there's, and, and geography, there's a whole plethora of ways to use this in the classroom to say you're learning about, you know, European world history at the time, you could have them select a specific map that drops them in a specific location in Europe, or you as a teacher could build your own maps and have students guess as well based on things they learned in history. But there are other ways to use this game outside of just history. You know, for example, if you're talking about like um, some science class and you're talking about different biomes and um, maybe you're talking about, uh, you know, different things like volcanoes or tectonic plates or, uh, you know, the desert or anything like that. This could really be um, something useful in, in science as well. And another uh, thing that I came across that would be really cool is as a like, let's say you're in an English language arts class. Um, and students, you know, kind of get five rounds, right? So they're dropped in five different locations. Well, as an English teacher, you could have the students play five rounds and then they have to pick one of those rounds and write a story about that particular like location or they have to um, do a research report um, on that particular location. Uh, let's say you're a music teacher. Um, you could have, again, pl them play that five rounds kind of as an introduction, as a hook, and they have to pick one of those five locations and really get to listen to the music in that particular region. So beyond just a, hey, we're, um, we're out of, we're, we're done with the lesson, we got extra time, go ahead and just listen or, or you know, sit there and play GeoGuessr, there are a lot of more beneficial uses to this game than just that. Um, I've had many students, like, after school, they want to stick in my, you know, stay back in my room and finish up their rounds, or, you know, sometimes during study hall, they'll, they want to come up and compete, and we do a GeoGuessr daily board, and it's amazing to see some of the students from eighth grade on up, like, as they progress as the uh, Four years later, as a senior playing the game, they're like, oh, yeah, that license plate is from Europe or, you know, that particular architecture. So you could definitely tell they're like they're they're learning, you know, very critical thinking skills and they're picking up on different languages and um, they're looking at different things like, OK, so the sun's in the northern heavens, hem uh, hemisphere. So we have to be down here. It's it's just wild uh, uh, um, watching them get so much better from originally just shouting out a random location and just guessing. They actually try to achieve and strive for that perfect score, which a lot of them have become even better than me. So I love this tool. Um, I give this particular uh, video game a four out of five stars. Again, because of the uh, uh, subscription uh, that comes with the game and no longer it being free, that makes it a little bit difficult. But if you can overcome that hurdle, I think this is a great tool to utilize in your classroom. And uh, the students 
love it 100%. So I highly recommend it. Um, try it out for yourself. Just geoguesser.com and have a blast with that. So this is the end of the first episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening in and stay tuned for episode two where we discuss Minecraft. Thank you. Have a good day.